Ladies and gentlemen, nerds, nerdettes, blurticorns, and blurs alike, welcome to the Blurticorn Speaks podcast. And here are your hosts, Angie and Montel. And we are back. We are back. Yes, we are back. Hey, everybody. What's going on? How you doing? Hey, homie. How you doing this morning? How you doing? I'm well. <laughs> She's still recovering from last night's celebration. <laughs> from what? Water? Drinking water? And water and down soda? The water and, and, and the, the water and the vaginas and everything. Those were those were good vaginas. No, they was very tasty. It, it was like some assembly required, but it was still okay. He's so damn crazy. Hey, just... every, Lord. hey everybody, it's your boy Montel. <laughs> And it's your beautiful black bibliophile, Miss Angie, the foodie. How are you? <laughs> How you doing? Welcome back, everybody. <laughs> yes, we had an extended hiatus with life and work <laughs> and and homework and situations and things like that. But we hadn't gone anywhere. We just had to deal with life just like you did. So life, the holidays. And- man events and and situations and circumstances and and everything y'all i gotta tell y'all if y'all have never seen angie without her glasses she is really pretty she is really (laughs) pretty without her glasses look i think i'm getting a sty again i'm so like do you know for sure gun shy of these things remember the last one i had i was in a fucking eye patch for like two weeks you you actually look like a secret agent when you had that on it was actually kind of cool it was not kind of cool (laughs) (laughs) i didn't want to go anywhere and let's not talk about the fact that i couldn't see then on top of that i missed BlurCon. i think yeah, you end up missing blurred because man, my you was, eyeball was falling out. You and you were not happy. But see, the thing is, I didn't even know. And I'm like, and I reached out to her, going, "Hey, you still coming?" Yeah, about that. Yeah, it was like a crazy situation. It was like I had to work, so I couldn't leave when Montel left. I was I wouldn't have been able to have left until like Friday, right? So Thursday night, we went to our usual um, wine tasting. Get up Friday, go to work. <laughs> and my co-worker is like, girl, what is wrong with your eye? <laughs> what are you talking about? I'm like, what the fuck are you talking about? So you know me, I'm messing with it and shit. And... My girlfriend comes over. We're supposed to leave early, early, early Saturday morning. Get up Saturday morning. And she was like, uh, we need to go to the doctor. (laughs) (laughs) You know. Well, I will say this. (laughs) Next year, you will be there. You and your... I'm going to stop saying that because every time I say that, well, then Some I'll shit say it. got happened. The year before, I got robbed. Last year, my fucking eyeball pops out of my head. Okay, so next year, you're going to be with us, and we ain't going to worry about it, because I'm saying it, all right? <laughs> next year, <laughs> next motherfucking year, my amazing, brilliant podcast partner is going to be at BlurCon with me We're for our Fade Day theme. Because it's going to be Black Fade Day all weekend. Let's go. 
I know. And see, even now I'm messing with it. Like when I woke up this morning, it felt kind of heavy, but I think, I don't know, here I go theorizing. Mm -hmm. um, I had a new nose ring put in and I'm hoping that I'm not having some type of reaction um, with my tear ducts and whatnot. Well, I don't know. Well, we're going to hope and pray because, you know, I'm sensitive. <laughs> <laughs> that, that that's that's one word for it that's um, why i don't wear a lot of jewelry you know because i have to it has to be like precious metal and it can't be like all of them like i can't wear sterling silver it has to be gold or platinum and see i'm a silver person so Titanium. but i yeah. that's just how i am i'm just a sensitive fucker i ain't worried about it i couldn't um, figure out for the longest in the navy like what was going on with me and them damn earrings and then Something said, girl, I th you probably have a nickel allergy. And so instead of, I tried the sterling silver, it got better. But then I was like, you know what? Let me just go ahead and spend the extra money and get the white gold mm. balls. And then when I, <laughs> once I switched to white gold, I didn't have the issues. Sorry, the childish humor in me. My ear. The childish what? humor Stop. in me kicked in. Sorry. <laughs> Sorry. And I know I'm not the only one who's listening. This is going. She said what I think she said. Yeah, she did. She did. Yup. Yup. So only yeah. men. Only men. Well, only not, men no, that's that. not true because women can be just as gross with it as men. So I don't want to hear think that. about balls. Are you serious? If Come it's on. funny, it's like yeah, I changed out my gold balls. <laughs> said she said gold balls. Um, but this is episode 81. 81. Y'all, we have made it this far, and I will continue to say this. We thank you so much for the support. Mm -hmm. You guys listen to other podcasts, but you add us into your list. And <laughs> of course, we appreciate it. Mm -hmm. But we're going to jump right into it because we are long overdue to talk about a lot of things. Uh, but we're going to make sure we make it as entertaining as possible. Right. And uh, we're going to jump off into our speak out. Of course, you already know we have to start out with the matriarch of the podcast. Lady Once I tried to give me a lecture, y'all, about who the hell I could speak I out. I did <laughs> not give you a lecture. Then he's going to try to tell me, you guys, that, oh, I was just making a joke. No, that shit didn't sound like no fucking joke. It sounded like acting. It, sound it didn't like sound acting. like no damn acting. It did because it convinced you. Mm -mm. It was convincing. So what the who... fuck ever? He, he switched <laughs> up. He backpedaled with Pussy Pop after I was like, no. Nah. Oh, no, you did You're talking about me and gold balls. He, he's going to jump out there with that. I see how we're going to operate here. Anywho. He was, just, he was trying to back. Oh, I was just. You actually took me seriously? Yes, because you were being serious. I'm not going to tell y'all what he said. But anyways. Ain't none of their business. I'm grown. What the, what the hell? My speak out tonight. I really don't. I mean, today, I really don't have a speak out. Um, and I really don't want to call it an NFU. Um, but it's going to be something along those lines. Um, okay. Uh, my now I'm curious. NFU goes towards the two young ladies at my job last night that won the PS5. Oh, my God. I don't like y'all. <laughs> I suggested that. That was my suggestion as a gift for the Christmas party. Because I was supposed to win. You were, okay. 
I, you know what? Forget y'all. I get all y'all. Both of y'all. I don't even know y'all. Girl, I'm going to need you not be like that, okay? <laughs> That's why your dog hair going to fall off. Oh, don't do that, Angie. We are not. I can't even put you on timeout, but don't be like this. I mean that. Don't do my that. My whole heart. I'm saying that with my chest. Okay, so if it was someone that you knew from your job that won those. Ooh. I would they would get it worse. Wow. <laughs> Boy, the just the, the sauce coming off of this is I would have been like, you know that's mine's right. Not mine. That, the, that's mine's. Man, the sauce coming off of this is spicy <laughs> as hell. Yo, it's got ghost peppers, it's got apple peppers, it's got habanero. <laughs> I don't give a shit. Look, look, look. Anyway, that's look, look. The, that is the end. Mm. Wow. Wow, that was. I got nothing, I, I, absolutely nothing, <laughs> absolutely nothing, and and yet that is her speak out. I can't That's... even say it. It's like there it is, right there. There you go. <clears throat> okay, right. well, I'm a hater. I admit it. She was disappointed and making so bad. One of the we were standing by. Um, at, we were sitting the... right next to. <laughs> I thought for sure, like I like Father. Please call Angie because. This night is going to be unbearable if she doesn't win. Please call Angie. Another white woman. Uh, no, she was she was black. The second, the one, the person who won the bundle was black. I know, but the first one, that the one that won the first one. Was she white? I didn't think yes, she was Yes, she was. I thought she was Hispanic. No. Well, her husband black, so. Ooh, okay. It's in the family. Okay. I. Mm, all right. Okay. Montel's like, okay. <laughs> That's I, a stretch. I, I, I sometimes you just gotta just keep it, just be quiet. That's all I can do is be quiet. All right. So my speak out is for a good friend of ours, uh, who's a friend of the podcast, uh, Nick's from Do You Speak Geek Media. Hey, Nick's. What's going on? So that man had yesterday. He had his second annual. Uh, DYSG awards mm -hmm. and he is I have to applaud him for this because nobody else in the in the community has created an award ceremony to recognize content creators of all types and to for them to be honored and yesterday mm -hmm. was a very big deal because this was his second year the consistency of course he nominated us Blurticorn Speaks was nominated. This is our second. We've been we've been twice nominated for this uh, fantastic honor. Mm -hmm. um, but I've always been an advocate of just stepping above and beyond outside of the normal comfort zone when it comes to being a blurred and and travel down avenues that we don't normally do. I don't see anybody else out here creating a an award and doing an award ceremony to honor not only content creators but the other passions as well like we're, we're all pro wrestling fans so he did it for pro wrestling which was cool mm -hmm. and he opened the way he did is he opened it up who would you like to see nominated and the 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 community came out and said nominate this and them and them and them and them and that's how he got the categories he didn't create these he didn't come up with the names the community did and i think it's a an amazing thing it's a wonderful thing Mm -hmm. to see a a venture that honors 
those who have put in the hard work. So, and Nick's did this, and I think it's a phenomenal thing. So, mad shout outs to him for being consistent and creating this for us so that way we can have a platform. And he's 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 already angling to have physical awards and to have and actually do it um live and in person. Mm-hmm. I said I'm on board for it. If you need me as a presenter, you need me Angie as a presenter, we can we can come up there. I said but you, just, <laughs> just 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 understand we going to do this. We going to do this right. He said, "Yup, absolutely." So Nick's my man to you and the family and their new addition to the family, their beautiful Rottweiler pup named Roman. <laughs> hey, Roman. Roman has got a big head, though. <laughs> Rottweiler's got a big, that puppy got a big old head, but he's, he's adorable. So Nick's my man, nephew, definitely a friend and family to the podcast. Thank you, brother, for doing that. And just know that there's anything that we Thank can do. Thank you. Just reach out to us. Angie and I appreciate you. We are all about the mission. We're all about Blurds being recognized for their accomplishments and their achievements and just acknowledgement, period. All right. So we go jump right out of this into the dun, 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 the download. Y'all, I saw I saw Angie playing her Looney Tunes World of Mayhem last night because I've never seen her play this game before. And she was at the party on her phone. She's like, I got to get my daily. And I gotta was, get my daily thing. She was intense, y'all. You ever seen someone's faces like really serious about something until the drawing's like, <laughs> I'm gonna get these points. A draw, drawing PlayStation 5? No, it's, it's an espresso machine. Nah, fuck that. Oh, let's go back to the game. <laughs> so, so Angie, what is your download, my dear? Oh, Lord Jesus. So, yeah, you got a lot to make up for. <laughs> Mm -hmm. and remember you got homework so yeah (laughs) um i got a lot so yeah where should i start we for the Um, beginning first i have to i have to preface by saying now that i'm working back full-time i don't have a lot of time like i've been missing out on a lot mm-hmm. you know whereas before um i had the time to dedicate you know to the games and stuff and just do my thing mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> so now you are you are are you a nine to fiver really would you consider yourself a nine to five? Because it's not nine to five hours, but I would. I would. Okay. Um. I would consider myself a nine to six thirty er. Okay, so she's a nine to five er with the with the extra tail on the end. Gotcha. I got yeah. you. Extra tail um, on the end of that one. Yeah, so, um, and lately, uh, I've been working on, I have like a few games I've been playing. Some I play religiously every day. Um, my Marvel Strike Force, which I play every day, Looney Tunes, World of Mayhem, I play every single day. Um, Disney Mirrorverse, 
I play almost every day. I, I miss some days here and there because they're reset. I mean, I play it every day, mm-hmm. but if I don't time it just right, it'll look like a skip a day because of when they do the um, you know, the server resets. Mm-hmm. And um, what else? What else? What else? What else? Um, I you know, I open up raid occasionally. <laughs> occasionally. <laughs> occasionally and um i'm sorry y'all i don't have both of my phones i opened up dragon champions yesterday and i hadn't opened dragon champions and oh my god i can't (laughs) it's been that long it's been (laughs) that long wow that i can't like wow that's all i'm gonna say wow okay that is all i'm gonna say um and and I'm quite happy. <laughs> Why? Was it that devastating? What do you mean? Was it that devastating? You said you're quite happy. Usually they gave me a lot of free shit. Oh, okay. Because <laughs> I'm thinking, I don't know why I was thinking maybe something that happened that was like really, really bad to the point where it was like, well, I'm glad I wasn't there for that. <laughs> Y'all, all of a sudden, Angie just looks disappointed. I don't even Listen, know. y'all, I'm trying. I'm trying to purchase something. And I put it in my car, and then I click play, pay. And as soon as I clicked pay, it said out of stock. I guess we'll find out later what it is. <laughs> I'm going to be a mad bitch. Lord, look! I was wondering why she's looking so intense while we were while we doing this. I'm like, what? What is she? Is really irritated. really intense? We might need to take a break. Can we take a break real quick? <laughs> so we're gonna go back to my we're gonna go back to my dollar. So I said, you know, I there's a lot, there's a lot. It's been a lot. It's been a while since we've recorded, and um, as I was saying before, Monta always said he gonna edit out stuff, but he never does. Oh, I will this time. Trust <laughs> me, you ain't gotta worry about that. <laughs> <laughs> you ain't gotta worry about that. I, my... So now that I'm back working full time, not a nine to five Montel, but like a nine to six thirty. So, so a nine to five and a half. Well, they don't really give you, you know, we have they don't, you know, before your lunch was included in your eight hours. Now they add an additional hour on. You don't and I don't even get a whole lunch. Like we get fifty five minutes, I think is what it's a quote. No, we get an hour and five minutes. So we get a 35 minute lunch and two 20 minute breaks. So however long that is. The corporate I, world is just. My math is off. Good grief. The freaking corporate world, bro. <laughs> but anyway, so I don't have the time. Like even before when I work from home, even though it was busy working, I still was in my office by myself and I was able to keep my phone on my desk and get my dailies in, in between calls or checking in patients or, you know, I was still able to get my dailies done. So now I'm in a corporate office in a cubicle, my little standard cubicle. And as I was explaining to Montel last night, my supervisor sits right next to me and my director sits right next to me and her. She has no space at all to do anything, (laughs) y'all. She's surrounded privacy um especially when i'm in the office but we have like a hybrid schedule so i know i'm getting off topic but i promise y'all this is getting somewhere i promise you so 
um so this last week um Sydney was sick so I've been home with Sydney I've been working from home full-time instead of our hybrid schedule that we are um able to work even though I actually have been loving going into the office but I have been really loving working from home because it doesn't take me as long to get to the bathroom um I can sit here at my desk um, and, and get my dailies done when I'm not, instead of when I'm at work on my breaks, don't do this y'all. Okay. I'm on my break. I'm supposed to be on my break. And, <laughs> right. and normally I'm working still, even on my break mm. when I'm home, I've been able to, you know, to get my dailies done, but there still has been a lot actually that I have missed out on. Um, some days, Especially, especially with Marvel Strike Force. I don't know who all out there plays Marvel Strike Force. There's been some mix-ups with server reset. So, you know, like in most games, when when the server, when it resets daily, everything resets at the same time. Okay. You know, so like um, whatever event is going on may reset. The day resets so you can collect from your character, um, calendar everything resets at the same time so the only game that currently that i'm playing star wars galaxy of heroes marvel strike force looney tunes world of mayhem raid on and off disney mirrorverse the of those games right mm -hmm. only two of them everything sets resets at the same time which is star wars galaxy of heroes resets at midnight our time um, and so the calendar resets and all of that good stuff. Okay. And so, and the same thing with Disney Mirrorverse, it resets at either one or 2 PM in the afternoon. Okay. Now let's talk about these fucking Scopely games. Oh, <laughs> here we go. You can hear it in her voice. y'all. And this is Looney Tunes, World of Mayhem and Raid Strike Force. The damn, the event resets at like 1 p.m. <laughs> Ooh, calendar reset. How how do else resets at five and then something resets? <laughs> it used to be 8 p.m. Now that we're on, now that we're back on standard time. Um, are we on standard time or are we on daylight saving time? We're on daylight day saving time. We're, we're on standard on time. Saving. No, daylight saving time is in the summertime, isn't it? Anyway, anyway. So yeah, now daylight saving at... summer, yeah, because we because spring forward, fall back, yeah. Right. So now it recess at like seven p.m., six p.m., seven p.m. I don't fucking know, but every <sighs> there's a different time. Now that's Looney Tunes World of Mayhem. Marvel Strike Force got like fifty hundred <laughs> reset times. Oh no, not fifty eleven hundred. Oh, war no. over at one time. The the war expires at one time, at at a different time from when the server resets, from when the calendars reset, from when the events reset. Listen, I just I can't <laughs> keep up no more. So I've been missing shit simply because, and I know this might sound crazy. Before I literally was in my game all day, like. Head was always down in the screen. It wasn't even. It wasn't always down in the screen. I know. I know that, that was just I a have, figure of speech, though. Right. I know. I have to blitz and Marvel Strike Force. I have to blitz every two hours. 
So I was in my phone at least. I was cognizant. Okay. Well, I did my last blitz at 11. It's one o'clock now. I need to log in and blitz. You know what I mean? Mm. And so by logging in just to blitz that often, I was able to keep up with everything and not miss those reset times. Well, honey, I be missing it. Okay. And your girl game ain't where it's, it's not where it's at. Like, I don't think I want to get apocalypse because I miss, you know, the way that Marvel Strike Force has these events set up, mm-hmm. if you don't hit key le- key milestones within an event, you're not like, I, at this point, I won't even unlock a baby apocalypse. I'm not going to get an apocalypse because I can't grind to get the gear that I need to upgrade my characters. Like, that sounds like Marvel Snap to a certain extent. Well, I mean, I guess. I'm, I'm in. I'm supposed to be downloading Marvel Snap. I probably actually won't be able to take on another game until I'm really, really, really finished with my <laughs> fucking I don't game. expect you to take on another game because you you already loaded down. <laughs> you got what, it. But there are some games that I do appreciate. So like, say for instance, if I don't sign in for a day or two in Mirrorverse, I don't really miss anything. You know, so I don't, I don't really miss any progress in my alliance doesn't miss out on anything, mm. you know, so I can pick back up and I can keep going. Unlike in Marvel Strike Force, if I don't blitz so many blitzes a day, or if I don't spend so many power cores, if I don't spend so much campaign energy, it doesn't just affect me. It affects my alliance too. And That's so then we much. all miss out. That's too much. You, you have, they, yeah. they're forcing you to be committed. To. exactly that's, that's exactly it they're ugh. they're forcing you where's the autonomy the autonomy is gone so now before um this whole we've been doing this whole fucking apocalypse thing for like a year now we still ain't got apocalypse we ain't we thought we was gonna have apocalypse by december no bitches guess what it's gonna be next year probably <laughs> in the spring because <laughs> we still got two more teams to get before we can unlock his ass wow but that's neither here or there but before, you know, remember when these characters would come out and you just, you built that character up because you liked them. Mm-hmm. Like when I built up Nebula because she was blue or I built up um, Ironheart because, hey, come on, it's Riri Williams. You know what I'm saying? So now in the direction that Marvel Strike Force is going, They've taken away that this is my favorite character. I'm going to put my time and resources in this into this character, no matter how much they suck, because mm. I like them. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Um, even before Nebula got a rework, for me, I played her every day because I put resources into her. Mm. I built up her character. So I was using her every day, even though people were saying, oh, Nebula suck. I'm like, well, Nebula be wrecking shit for me. Like, fuck y'all. You know? <laughs> she is my soldier, right? Or and the same thing, you know, with the Wakandans. Like, people was like, why are y'all putting money into the Wakandan team? Because they Wakandans. And what? And so, again, when once they made the Wakandans a requirement for Apocalypse, I had very little building up to do because I had already been putting resources and time into them other than Shuri. 
because everybody else is just, Shuri is the legendary. So everybody else is building up Shuri because, you know, she's a fantastic healer and whatnot mm. and not really paying attention to, you know, like other characters. Like there was like trash ass characters that was better than Black Panther. Why? Why? In the comic book world, you know, this, this person can't beat Black Panther's ass. And so anyway that's another thing because i'm getting off topic i'm getting on a tangent anyway that's another <laughs> problem i have with marvel strike force where you have these phenomenal characters in the comic books and then this is just an they example nerfed them in the game it's, it's not true yeah and then they put somebody like fucking dazzler and dazzler can can fucking beat iron man get the fuck out of here come on now to be to be fair, in the comics, Dazzler is pretty badass. She she's a light she's a light oh, manipulator. Maybe she a... she looks weird because that's how they did it. But Dazzler is a lot more powerful than people think. It just it was I just like her, her it's her theme that they that they dressed it up in. So eh. we get some more. Let me tell you who else we get. So they introduced like eight more damn characters and. Um, I'm, I'm gonna talk about this a little bit more. Then we're gonna talk about um what I will I really wanted to touch on, which I'm appreciate appreciating about Star Wars Galaxy of Heroes. So, like in this last patch with Marvel, they added like all of these other extra characters. Um I oh fuck. I'm sorry, all my games updated. <laughs> It's not updating. Like it takes it a long time. To... Don't you just love what you're right in the middle of trying uh, to... something, and then it just but, goes. I don't like you. I'm gonna. But, but you know what? It's that's it's typical with Marvel Strike Force because it takes this game forever to upload. So, so now we're getting Nemesis, Dark Beast, Agent Venom, Archangel, Arc, Arc, Arc. Angel. Yes, Archangel. Yes. Not Arch. <laughs> Arch. And I always mispronounce that. Golden Arch. Captain Arcus. Carter. Tatiana. And US Agent. I've never heard of Tatiana before. And there are a lot of people. Tatiana, is that the that's the chick from um She Hulk, right? I want to say yes. The one that was going back and forth with, with She-Hulk that tried to... Anyway, if y'all didn't watch the She-Hulk series, I think this is the one that tried to trademark the She-Hulk name. <laughs> She's kind of like her nemesis in the show. Anyway, let's move on to um, Galaxy Star Wars heroes, y'all. They are bringing the third sister into the game. Mm -hmm. And she is a legendary. And I am excited. I am. I was already working on my Inquisitors because I wanted to get the Grand Inquisitor because you need them. I don't think I need them for the Hut Cartel. I can't remember what I need them for. But this is, I really wish Marvel Strike Force would copy off of Star Wars Galaxy of Heroes just a little bit more. <laughs> just a tad more, just, just a hair, just a smidge. Okay. Like, like that this much more <laughs> what i love about star wars galaxy of heroes is when they introduce a new character they give you 
a way to unlock, except for the Galactic Legends and the Legendaries. Mm-hmm. You gotta work for them, but the characters that you need for the teams to unlock these Galactic Legends, they're gonna give it to you. It might be a, it might be a two star, maybe a three star, <laughs> depending on how strong your collection power is. But they give them, they they don't give it to you, but they have an easy event that you can go in. And if you have built up your team like you're supposed to, you're going to at least unlock it, period. Mm-hmm. You're going to unlock these characters. Now it's up to you to put into the work, to put in the work and grind and build them up. And, you know, because... Star Wars Galaxy Heroes ain't no damn joke. They want everybody at at least Relic 5. <laughs> Jeez. <laughs> you got to get them up to Relic 5 and you got to put some resources into them. But how many level of relics are there? I think seven. Okay. I don't know because I don't have nobody past Relic 5. <laughs> oh, wow. <laughs> okay. So that's that's something I'll have to research. There's one... If I ever like, I don't have any Galactic Legends. If there's one Galactic Legend that I would go after, it is probably going to be. And you'll say this is so crazy. I'm probably going to go after the the Hut Java because I want the Hut Cartel. So that's a whole genre that I can't even participate in because I don't have. Um, I don't have those i've been working on my inquisitors Mm. so i haven't been able to update my bounty hunters which they have added to the hut cartel you know and okay it's 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 easy to enjoy this game another thing that i like about star wars galaxy heroes is i haven't been meeting my dailies for weeks because simply i just forget normally I had a schedule where I would get it when I wake up in the morning before I get out of bed. I do my dailies for Star Wars Galaxy Heroes because Star Wars, I have some time with them because the de- the reset is so late in the evening. Um, the calendar does reset at midnight, but I you know I have until midnight again. You know what I'm saying mm-hmm. to get all of that stuff done, so. With the with the Hut Cartel, you're gonna laugh when you hear who they got in the Hut. Oh cartel. my gosh! <laughs> uh, Cad Bane, Boba Fett. Then there's the um, Gamorrean Guard, um, Black Croissant. Did you say Black Croissant? I be saying Black Croissant. I know I'm saying that fucking wrong. No, I, that's just kind of cool. <laughs> it sounds like a villain. Um, they dread. got Greedo, Embro. And they just introduced that new. Remember when Leah, when Leia had um, and um, Lando dressed up to break out Han when he was frozen in the yeah. Carbonite. Yeah. They just introduced those two characters and made them a part of the Huck, of the Huck Cartel. <laughs> okay. And then Jabba the Hutt himself is um, a galactic legend. And but me but for me, um, I want the third sister. That's my biatch. I want her. <laughs> Lord have mercy. 
I want her and I forgot what I forgot what I need to get her. Um, it came out in the blog post. And so like, I'm so um, excited about her. Um, I'm ready. But in order to get her, I need the Grand Inquisitor. And then I, I need to bring all of the Inquisitors up. The second sister, ninth sister, seventh sister, eighth brother, and the fifth brother. I need to bring them all up to seven stars in Relic 5. Jesus, a lot. Jeez. And at this moment, I only have the fifth brother. Um, that's the one that looks like he had the 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 trifold the tri edge hat on. Mm -hmm. He's the only one I have at seven stars. That's it. So I'm working on my inquisitors. And I'm working on getting um, the dark side Malik. Because I got the Jedi Knight. I'm sorry, Revan. I need Revan, the dark Revan, and the light Revan, which I already have. But I need them both to get Malik. And once I get Malik, it's going to be smooth sailing. It's going to be a wrap. Yeah. And you know what? I don't even know what the hell is going on in Looney Tunes world of Mayhem. So I'm not going to talk about that. Um, the last thing I'm going to say, and I'm going to wrap this up because I know um, it's been a while and I, I understand y'all love hearing about our gamer journey. In the Disney Mirrorverse, I was able to unlock Kermit the Frog. Oh boy, here we go. <laughs> here we go. Victory acquired, ladies and gentlemen. I, I got Raya at the very, at the ninth. I got Raya probably at the 11 point five nine hour <laughs> oh damn okay i had got a free shot as long as i opened this bitch and i opened it and it was raya um but i did get kermit and so now the characters are olaf and i think the thing is do you want to build a snowman and you can get olaf and beast so I'm not really going after them. I really would love to have Olaf since I already have both um, the the Arendelle sisters. Um, and I also have Belle. Mm -hmm. I have Belle and Gaston. Gaston be fucking some shit up. He wrecks. He's my highest character right now. And I play him almost every day. But I'm not... I haven't been really putting any real effort into unlocking beasts. I probably will get more serious about Olaf after I get my homework caught up. But anyways, you guys, um, <laughs> if I didn't talk about something that you want to hear about, I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm only one woman. It's hard for me to get all of these games in. I be falling asleep sometimes at night when I finally get into bed and I'm like, all right, let me try to get my dailies in before midnight. And the next thing I know, it'd be the next morning and my phone be on. <laughs> <laughs> and the battery dead because it's been on all night open in the game waiting on me to either start a battle or whatever. I don't know. Like, what about... Mm -hmm. Did you? Mm -hmm. I sure did. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So, you know, everything is good. I'll have a more organized update on my video games when we talk about um, what we want for Christmas on our next episode, our annual... All I want for Christmas is my two front teeth. <laughs> <sighs> uh, 
And so some get, get the teeth and like, together. Mm. some of them get the teeth and go, mm. Mm. Anyway, I... that's my download. <laughs> All right. All right, guys. Well, my download is actually going to be pretty simple. Uh, <laughs> you always say that. It is because I'm not as, in comparison, I'm not as deep into games like Angie is because Angie is more of a mobile gamer. And that that's a fact. And I appreciate that passion. I do because whenever we hear you talk about different aspects of the games, it's interesting. But you also play a, a variety of different games. You don't stick to one specific genre. You know, you, you jump around and that's and, and a lot of people don't have that type of capacity. They're just like, well, I like this type of game and I play this type of game. But you got to branch out sometimes. Yeah. Um, so I, I am getting into console gaming. I'm sorry. No, no, you're good. You're on your mm. way. You're well on your way. No, I'm not. I'm not. Yes, you is. Yes, you is. Once you get specific deliveries, be on your way. Um, so for me, I uh, I was a part of the Diablo 4 closed beta, and it ended, and I am really excited for it. The game is officially going to be released June 6th of next year. So I'm going to tell you all straight up. The month of June in 2023, y'all going to be sick of me. Okay, y'all going to be sick of my black ass. Because <laughs> I'm going to be talking about Diablo 4 every chance I get on the podcast. You're going to be like, what's the episode this time? What's you-? you already know what Montel's <laughs> going to be talking about. Just go ahead and just put it on your calendar for the month of June in 2023. Because I'm going to be that guy. That guy. That we guy. love it. But the game, from what I've seen from the beta, is going to be gorgeous. The system, mm-hmm. the customization, just everything. If, if the, Once they get everything cleaned up, it's going to be brilliant. It's going to blow everybody the fuck away. And I'm excited for it. I'm totally geeked for what <laughs> they got going on with it. Um, The game itself looks like they have taken everything that they should have put in the previous ones and put it into this one. And still made it simplistic enough that you can build on what you need to build on. And for those who want even more complicated, who are that more in depth into it, I'm not that. It's not that deep for me. Okay, I'm going to take my guy or girl and I'm going to run them through this game. I'm going to boost them up. I'm going to level them up. Enjoy myself the entire time in that one. Okay, I'm going to start over again with a different one. That's how I do. That's Mm -hmm. why Diablo 3 has got such amazing replay value because I could finish it like I finished the campaign already with two monks both of them on different levels of ferocious Mm -hmm. so now i start over i will start with a barbarian and get him up there and then i'll maybe go to the necromancer the demon hunters anything that shoots i'm not a fan of i'm i'm more of a melee kind of guy i like i like in close fighting and to me that seems a little more personal than Mm -hmm. you know loading your 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 the bolts on your crossbow you know, you're you're like pow pow bang bang you know i'm not gonna get <laughs> i'm not gonna come in close and then you get hit ah! and then you end up getting killed why because you too much <laughs> too much of a weakling you take a smack good grief um so diablo 4 is gonna be great marvel snap you guys marvel mm. snap has really been taking my attention and it is so much fun this game i didn't have any expectations going into this but mm-hmm. let me tell you, I have in- exceedingly enjoyed myself so much so. <laughs> there's another rule that I have, and, and okay, Andy will, will she will definitely confirm this. 
I'm a big opponent of microtransactions. Me too. Oh no. I'm all for microtransactions. Yes, I know you're all for it. And you see, can microtransaction my ass to death. You know, I and I'm I, I've always been against it because paying real money for virtual things has always kind of like it it's always bothered me. And shout mm-hmm. out to anyone who does because that's dedication. Well, I broke the fuck out of that rule, that's for sure. I broke the fuck out of that one because in in Marvel Snap the previous uh um the previous campaign Mm-hmm. was for Wakanda forever mm-hmm. so you would have gotten a Black Panther card you'd have gotten a uh Okoye you got a Koye. Uh, you got a uh you got a variant Nakia and mm-hmm. I actually earned an Mbaku so and you get a few other things and it was really I was trying to grind it and trying to grind it because there are certain rewards in that in that particular campaign that you can't get unless you actually just pay it and unlock it out Right. And I got just about everything up to, I think it was the 50 levels. I got up to level 35, no, level 36. And mm-hmm. I said, fuck. All right. So I turned around and I paid for it. Mm-hmm. And I got all of the cards. And I do not regret it because Okoye is a beast in this game. <laughs> that woman's car is sick. Now, if you're not familiar with Marvel Snap, I will tell you it is an easy game to get into. It is definitely a game you constantly try to master, depending mm-hmm. on how you get your cards and the decks that you build and stuff. And this is one of those games, I think, even if you somehow, some way, get every single card, mm-hmm. it will still have strong replay value because you're playing against different people. Now, I know the, the main question for a lot of people is, can we play our friends? I think they're working on that aspect where you can do one-on-ones with select people. But mm-hmm. because it's early access, they're they're keeping it streamlined, but they're taking in all of the data, all of the suggestions, which is bravo to the company that's doing this because the the, the animation is spot on. Angie, I saw Andy a little bit of it last night. And she saw the graphics of it and she can honestly tell you it's it's gorgeous. Absolutely. I'm gorgeous. ready to play. <laughs> so I have uh, I'm converting her into that. If you are playing Marvel Snap, definitely let me know how it's going for you. The current one, and I had to bring this up because I wanted to make sure I was accurate with it. Mm-hmm. Um, it is now, I think it's uh, um, Power Cosmic. The campaign's now the Power Cosmic. So if you, yeah, the Power Cosmic, you, if, you, if you pay the premium, which is $10, mm-hmm. you unlock everything, which you'll end up getting the Infinite, the Collector, and Silver Surfer. Okay. And the Silver Surfer is is a badass. When I tell you, this bad boy ain't no joke. He he comes on the field and says, all right, so I'm going to boost the fuck up out of everybody. <laughs> do you know what I want to, you know what I, do you want to see what I can do? Here, let me show you what I can do. And he does it. I'm like, bitch, you serious? I'm like, yeah. Let's see what you got. Let's see what you got here. Silver Surfer, <laughs> on reveal, give your other three cost cards plus three power. So that means on turn three, mm-hmm. if you have played three cost cards and they have a power and whatever the power is, it boosts up by three more. Okay. And that's a kick-ass thing because at that stage of the game, at level at, uh, turn three or four, you're trying to establish where you're putting your folks on these areas so you can so you can dominate. 
Um, oh, <laughs> Angie has got a happy face, y'all. I don't, I don't know what that happy face is about. And it's a good thing to see because she don't make the happy face very often. Let's open a crystal and unlock beast. Well, here you go. A three-star beast. But go ahead. See, see, there you go. I, I loved watching you play um the Marvel Snap. Mm -hmm. And then the way that you explained it to me, even when I'm watching other people stream it, it's it makes it so easy to understand. But I feel like listen to you explain it and, mm -hmm. and watch you explain it while you're playing. Uh, I still feel like it's not gonna translate. If I go try to play it myself. And I think that's because when you tried to show me how to play dual links. Yeah, that was it the, the that was the best thing. You know, I'm, I was young, I needed the money. I'm sorry, you know. <laughs> it was one of the one not my best performances trying to explain because Yu-Gi-Oh! can be really in depth and deep. Right. Um but Marvel <laughs> Snap is actually pretty a simple, pretty simple in its concept. But when you saw it, mm-hmm. It it I hopefully it clicked with you with it what did I was click it it did click when I watched your stream when you when you know you were trying to explain it to me when when we did the screen share and everything so mm -hmm. I'm excited I'm I mad that I missed out on the Wak the Wakanda yeah I was I was surprised when I came to the game that's where the Wakanda Forever um, campaign was in there I was like oh okay. <laughs> all right, I fucks with this. Okay. And they're coming out with cards <laughs> all the time and they're staying true to the universe. I Angie is too happy, y'all. Um no, I'm laughing at you. Listen, y'all. I'm a little sidebar. I don't mean to interrupt Montel in his in his download, but Montel went with me with to my Christmas party, my company Christmas party last night, and kept me in stitches <laughs> in the entire night. What, what did I do? <laughs> You have a very entertaining group of employees. <laughs> very we'll talk about that later. But continue with the download. We're but, gonna talk about that. Okay, we will we'll talk about that later. Okay. <laughs> but Marvel Snap is a fun game if you want to try something new. And what I like about Marvel Snap is it translates across all platforms except console, which I think eventually they're gonna get to it, but I hope they don't. Because this type of game, I'd like keeping it on a mobile and also I can play it on my PC. So I like having those platforms because I'm not I'm not a console gamer. I have the consoles, but I'm not a console gamer to the extent that a lot of my friends are. Okay. I like playing games when I'm I like it on my iPad. And then now I broke my one rule. I have it on my phone. That way I can keep it up. So like Angie, I keep up my dailies. And I stream <laughs> it on my Twitch because it's a fun game and people come in and and I and the, the community. I'm on their Discord. The community is so helpful. Everybody is there to see other people boost up, answer questions, ask questions, create discussions, and people are actually playing their games on the Discord. So you can so you can see mm -hmm. how certain cards interact. Mm -hmm. um, and the fun thing about this, this has got me. This has got me blasted. My, I have people at the store, my coworkers, and. Uh, and the customers who play. As soon as you mentioned Marvel Snap, you would have thought somebody was giving away $100 to somebody because everybody stops and goes, oh, play Marvel Snap, oh my gosh, oh my gosh. And the first question, what collector's level are you? Because in the game, as you as you get different rewards, you fulfill mm -hmm. weekly requirement, uh, uh, the, the weekly 
tasks and you also upgrade your cards, you get collector's points. And those collector's points can go towards boosts, credits, and variant cards or even new cards. Mm-hmm. So uh, last night I acquired uh, Leech and I've been waiting <laughs> to get Leech because Leech is such a bastard card because Leech is a, he's a two cost, uh, he's a five cost, three power. But when he comes on the field, every effect that your opponent's cards has are negated. Mm-hmm. He shuts them down. Somebody played Leech on me one game. I said, oh, there's Leech. All of a sudden, I see lightning bolts coming from him, and every single effect that I had on my side was negated. They all went back <laughs> to their basic power. I said, what the fuck is this? Who the hell? What? And now I got Leech. Oh, bitch. <laughs> we about to turn the world upside down. Okay. Turn up. <laughs> <laughs> and you can, there's so many different effects with this game and it's just fun. It's a fun game. It plays like a board game that I play called smash up. It plays just like it. The, the, the premise is everything, but the strategy is different because each mm-hmm. area only, it starts out. You have three areas. Area one is revealed. So you know what that power up or ability or effect is. It can help you. It can hurt you. It mm-hmm. can be neutral, whatever it is. But only in the next two turns do they reveal the next two areas. So now you're playing a gambling game. Do you want to play on the first area? Or do you want to start putting it on the unknowns? Because only a handful of cards in the entire game can be moved from place to place. Unless you put it there and end your turn, that's it. You can't do anything else. What was that card you played that one time that literally won you the game? Um... Do you remember what it looked like or the colors? It might be easier because I could identify by colors than it do by I might be. I don't remember what color it was, but it basically gave you like double or triple points. And it didn't matter what old boy had, what old boy put down. You were going to win once you played this card. That sounds like Devil Dinosaur. Because Devil Dinosaur, when he comes out, he gains plus two for every card in my hand on top of his own power. Now, I think that's what it was. Now, the combination with him is Moon Girl, because Moon Girl doubles your hand. As soon as you play her, you she doubles her. And of course, they're in the comics together anyways. No, it wasn't it, it wasn't, wasn't Devil, Devil Dinosaur. Dinosaur. It was a more common one. Huh. Hmm. If you could think of what it looks like, let me know. Cause I can I can go down the line, but it still wouldn't help. I would have to look at the cards and I'd be able to tell you. Okay. But the game, definitely, if y'all are not playing Marvel Snap, go check out Marvel Snap. That's all I got to say. Marvel Snap is everything. (laughs) Please do, please do. Uh, As far as Master Duel, I have not played recently. The last time I played was a couple weeks ago and they had a uh, invitational of of playing the deck. Of course, deck deck requirements. And this one, you could not play any spell cards. So it was just monsters and traps. And that made me smile because I built a deck designed to negate all traps on your opponent's side. <laughs> so I basically give a fuck you. I don't care about your shit. And just you got to you got to do like everybody else and actually play cards according. It's like, but but you get nope, nope, no traps. Nope. No nope. traps. No traps. None. 
Nada. <laughs> so I haven't played in a while. They're, they're developing and they're building and they're adding options onto it all the time, which mm -hmm. is a great thing because that has become a platform. The simulator has become a platform for competition on the, on the national and on the world scale too. Mm -hmm. So um, at the national championships, also at the, the YCSs and uh, even at worlds there, you're, you're competing with physical cards and now you can do it on a virtual side, which I think is cool. But to me, Yu-Gi-Oh! was always one of those games that I love because it was interactive. It was a face to face in front of my opponent. We've got too much online gaming as it is. We're kind of missing the human touch when it comes to gaming. The online gaming. Yeah, online gaming kind of takes away, you know, you see, I've heard the phrase touch grass. It holds true. It holds <laughs> so motherfucking true. Just get out the house. Go touch some shit. Go take a walk. You know, you want to listen to your favorite video game soundtrack. That's cool. Put it in your put it in your pods. I don't know. I th I feel like I kind of feel the opposite growing up in that era where when we played our video games, if you wanted a two player Mm -hmm. Your friend had to come to your house and you yes. had to go to their house. You know yes. what I'm saying? Yes. But then if you had a parent like mine who didn't allow me to go to other people's house <laughs> mm. and then nobody wanted to come to my house because my mama was me. So in order to play, in order to do like a two player game, I had to play with one of my siblings. So now I think kids and anybody, gamers, in general have an advantage because you can play with people all over the world like there's people in my alliance and marvel strike force that mm -hmm. aren't in america oh wow you know i think we well have that makes one... sense it makes an international connection yeah right we have one in japan and i think we got like two or three in the uk okay yeah so right. you know i i think you you have the opportunity to go outside, but even with these mobile games, you know what I'm saying? I, I feel like there's always somebody to play with for that only child, for that kid who's always on fucking punishment or, you know, just, you know what I mean? Or just socially awkward. Right. You know, I know it's been great for my son and I, and I know that he has friends that he's never met, that he's been playing with these people for years. You know, I've been playing with my alliance since I started playing. We've been down like four flat tires from the beginning. And I know these, and you know, to me, these guys, are my, they're my virtual family. You know what I mean? Yeah. You create those bonds and those connections. Now, yeah. some, you'll never actually make that. You may never meet them in real life. Ever. You may yeah. never meet them in real life. But connections that are genuine mm -hmm. don't necessarily mean to be physical. Some just, right. they just are. And I feel you on that one because I've got friends that I've met over the years online that mm -hmm. I don't know if I'll ever meet them in person, but we've created a connection that's is valuable and priceless to me. So I get it. Mm -hmm. I totally get it. See, this is why this is why I love Angie because she brings these tidbits of wisdom, <laughs> and I love her so much. Oh my gosh! So but you know, opposite. Uh. Anyway. That I think that's everything because I'm not playing anything new. I've been so focused on Marvel Snap that I really haven't played anything else. Yeah, nothing new on the Diablo 3 front, you guys, because I, sh I should play once or twice 
on my stream because I miss screaming. I've been saying it even though I've been saying it when I played Marvel Snap because that game gets me so hyped because you never know if you're going to win or lose until that sixth turn and you play everything that you can play. Mm-hmm. And now the now the game's got a math. Now there's math. Yes, <laughs> yes. For those of y'all that are, prop- that are uh, opponents of math, there's math in Marvel Snap. You guys to math, okay? <laughs> so if you have a thing against numbers, this ain't the game for you. But <laughs> but I digress. So we're going to jump into our saga. And I can proudly say I finally delivered Ghost Rider to Angie last <laughs> night. I am proud to say yes. it's no longer in my background. Yes. Because it is at where it needed to be. And now A-Train has his forever home. Fuck yeah. He's <laughs> right up there. Yeah. <laughs> I'm happy. As that hell, was the bro. last one. I was so lucky to get that. I and appreciate I'm like, it. I don't even like A-Train, but I'm pretty sure Montel would like this. I I, I still, I love the lore of the, of the comic. I just, I hated that the first shitty thing to happen in the, in the comic and in the show involved a black man. Like, Really? <laughs> You got a whole <laughs> league of people, but the first shitty thing that happens, it involves a black dude. Man, y'all <laughs> suck. Really? Y'all suck so bad. But uh, so what's been going on in your journey there, Miss Angie? I know you've been doing some shopping. Actually, no. What? I made one purchase. Yes. I can't say what it is, of course, because it's a Christmas gift. So Of course. Ain't no. You don't want See, the ops like, coming. All after. my damn offspring. Listen, you don't my want the offspring ops. and my offspring's offspring. So <laughs> you don't want the ops coming after you. I don't want the ops coming after me. But I haven't. Everything that I wanted, I got for Chris. I got for my birthday. So I haven't really. They haven't really released anything. Me and Sydney. Me and Sydney have been opening our advent calendars, and. Her face, y'all. You don't see her face. <laughs> Yo. The only thing I'm going to say about my Star Wars Evan calendar is that I paid $50 for a, a R2-D2 in a blue Christmas jumper. Because at this point right now, that's the best one of my... I haven't opened the rest of my calendars. I mean, today's only day 11. I haven't opened day 11 yet, but... Sydney gets up every morning and she'll open up the tab. She may put the figure together. She may not. <laughs> it all depends on. How and was- we just put it. So instead of getting. So this year we got Avengers. Friends. And of course, Star Wars. Of course. Sydney's opening the event. Sydney's opening the Friends. I'm opening the Star Wars and we just open Avengers whenever. I don't basically, I open them shits and I put them straight in the damn spare parts mm. bin. You know, we got a rock. How big is the spare parts bin now? I'm curious how big this spare parts bin is. I don't have it up here. I had to take it downstairs because I was looking for a part last night. But um, I will say that from this point on, I will probably only buy the Star Wars. And I will buy friends if Sydney, it, I will only buy the two from now on. I won't be buying any other um, advent calendars because mm-hmm. I, I just, I don't feel like the value is there. Number one, there's no surprise 
what's in there because they show you every damn thing on the website. I was going to say everything was revealed. So that, that yes. That's, so that's, that's really the, anticlimactic, right? The element of surprise is just fully fucking gone. And I don't know. I just, mm, the quality, the bills just are not worth the price point. In my opinion, are there some things that I'm looking forward to? Yes, they're coming out with a new TIE fighter. There's a couple of brickheads that I'm ecstatic about. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I cannot wait for those um, to come out, especially the new TIE fighter. I The only TIE fighter right now that I have is the one that came with my um, Vader's castle. Mm-hmm. Um, for my birthday, I got the Inquisitor ship. I haven't been able to finish that. I had to stop because these, like I said, these damn nails. <laughs> Bless your heart. These these nails, and it's just it's. Hard. I I know I know, baby. It's all right. I know. It's hard, but it's just it's some things that I just I didn't like. So like the Eiffel Tower, I thought was just too big. I didn't want Hulkbuster, um, so I wasn't interested in that. Mm-hmm. I see that the foosball table is already on sale, thirty percent off. Um, if you're looking to get diversity with your um, minifigures, that would be the one to get. You get a lot of hair pieces and a lot of different faces to make your different. Um, football players to go on your teams mm-hmm. um there's the birdhouse coming out it looks like they got a, a, a birdhouse not neat <laughs> a birdhouse okay. Okay. yes so there's a couple of things i'm looking forward to um some of the um some of the uh Speed champions that's coming out that I'm excited about. Um, there's some more of the flowers. I think daffodils are coming out. There's a heart um, ornament that's coming out. They they have reworked um, friends. The friends got a facelift, mm. a little bit more diverse when it comes to. Um, you know, like special needs and things of that nature. So I'm looking forward to the new um, friends. And then it's just some, you know, you know, I love my, my model cars. So some speed champions coming out. Of course. And I haven't, I haven't decided which ones I'm going to invest in yet. Cause I'm supposed to be on a spending freeze for 2023. <laughs> How's that working out for you? Cause I'm going on a trip. I ain't really, I ain't really, I ain't really yet. They already broke it. It's broken. <laughs> it's broken already. What? Thou shalt break it. It's broken. It ain't broke. It ain't fixed either. <laughs> <laughs> I like it. it. Ain't broke. It ain't fixed neither. The hell. We have the Tuscan Raider that's coming out in the Brickheads. I'm excited about the Tuscan Raider. And then they have Gandalf and. It's some Lord of the Rings stuff. Um, I am not sure if I want to be purchasing the Lord of the Rings 
for kids. Why um, not? I mean, how many are what are they coming out with only a handful of them? It's like three sets and they're both double sets. So maybe the one with Gandalf, I don't know. Mm. She is like, I'm not sure which one. <laughs> it ain't even that. It's just. I don't know. I'm not I'm not sure. I'm gonna leave it at that. Okay. That's fair. Cause you know, I, I where I do love Lord of the Rings is not one of my favorite friends. I would buy a Harry Potter brickhead before I bought a Lord of the Rings. And what's weird is I would do a Lord of the Rings before Harry Potter if it were me. So I feel you on that one. You know, you have that preference. You know where that love is the strongest. That's mm -hmm. where you'll gravitate to. I feel I feel you on that one. If I had the money to get Marvel brickheads, I would, but then I'd need a place in my apartment to do it. And I'm Listen, already challenged. It's it's hard <laughs> with these Marvel brickheads because they they are gone. They sell out quickly. I can't think. Do I have any? I don't even have, I don't think I have no Marvel brickheads. I have the Looney Tunes, Disney. Oh shit. Yeah, I have the Roadrunner and Coyote. I have all of um, I have Chippendale, Daisy and Donald, Scrooge, and and the little um, ducklings, Huey, Dewey, and Louie. Um, I don't have Minnie and Mickey. I, I'm not a big fan of Minnie and Mickey. Um, I I love them, but they're just not my jam. And then for Star Wars, you know, I have Kylo, I have Darth Vader, I have. Ahsoka, of course, which was the anniversary released edition last year. And I got Obi-Wan and um this Imperial Guard. Obi-Wan Kenobi. Obi-Wan Kenobi. Yeah, Obi-Wan Kenobi. Yeah. I think I got a couple more brickheads down. I got I think I got the Mandalorian and Grogu downstairs. Most of yeah, because I came in, y'all. I came over Angie's, and one of the first things you see when you come in Angie's house is Grogu in different locations throughout the living room. <laughs> it is the coolest thing in the world. It's like Grogu's here. And Grogu's did you here. hear the rumor that that ain't really his name? Yeah, but the lore is going. the The lore constantly evolves. It I can't wait for season three, y'all. Next month's gonna be lit as fuck. Yo, I cannot not, wait for season three. You're gonna laugh at me, but. Last week when I was at home, mm -hmm. I just felt I didn't want to watch any of the of the Mandalorian, but I just played the music and I just kept that going on loop in my house. Mm -hmm. And that was to me, that was the coolest thing. because You know, you have that one song that just makes you feel mm -hmm. some kind of way. And that's mm -hmm. I just had the Mandalorian on loop. Yeah, I haven't watched the trailer yet. Neither have I. I haven't watched the trailer yet, but I'm excited about that. So we're getting off. <laughs> We don't move. <laughs> yeah, this, this, this is how this is how the saga will work. Sometimes we don't moved into blurred vision. But as far as what I'm building right now, I'm building my inquisitorship. I'm trying to get Santa's workshop completed. I probably won't get none of that shit done before Christmas. 
honestly. I put my ornaments together because I was going to put them on my Hanukkah tree in my office. Mm -hmm. But I haven't been at work to put my Hanukkah tree up. So um, I'm not Jewish, but, you know, blue is my favorite color. So I bought a Hanukkah tree to turn it into a Christmas tree. But anyways, that is my saga. Okay. And while um, Montel is running down his saga, I'm going to take a quick break. <laughs> We're right back after these messages. Yeah. Uh, okay. So my saga is going to be a little different because I normally do my saga based on uh, doing Master Duel and doing Yu-Gi-Oh! And I continue to... I enjoy the game. I enjoy the game immensely, but I continue to gravitate more to the physical cards than I do the video game itself, only because I'm still a fan of human interaction. I'm still a huge fan of seeing my opponent and watching their face expressions with certain things or be laughing at a common joke or anything like that. That's always the thing that I really have enjoyed about games as a whole Nothing against gamers, video gamers whatsoever. You got your thing. You have your interactions. You have your communities and your connections. Wonderful. But I can only speak from my vantage point. And for me, it's always been about the human interaction. When I first started playing Yu-Gi-Oh! I loved, I thought it was so much fun because my opponent's right there. And it's still a level of strategy because I don't know what they're going to do. So with Master Duel, I'm excited that I have the option of playing on my computer I don't play it on my phone or my iPad. Oh, I did play on my iPad. I don't play on it anymore, but I keep it strictly on my PC for streaming purposes. Ah, real catnip streaming on Twitch. Anyway, <laughs> um, but I am drifting more into other games. So my saga is going to continue to be more about card games. Now, I'm playing Marvel Snap that you guys are already aware of, and I continue to play Yu-Gi-Oh! They came out with Two magnificent new decks physically for Yu-Gi-Oh. Um, they've come out with the Crystal Beasts, which I had originally built, but I get I actually gifted the deck to a friend of mine for their birthday, and they love it. And uh, there's another deck called Dark World that in Yu-Gi-Oh, the way they have this deck built is just hands down one of the best new decks around. So I'm probably going to work some things and get these decks physically so I can build the deck and be able to play with it. But I have now gotten into playing the one piece card game. So now they have what a game. Uh, one, the, uh, the one piece card game is based after the anime one piece. And I picked up the, when I tell you this game is so freaking popular. It just came out. You cannot find product anywhere. We were lucky to have the four starter decks. But within a matter of a day and a half, gone. And I said, when, it, when I came into work Tuesday, came in on Tuesday, I said, well, you know what? Let me go ahead and get this now while I can. Them things were sold out by Thursday. I was like, wow, I got my deck. And the game looks good. It's simple. And again, this is building on another community where you don't rely on the online aspect. See, now, before games become PC or video games, they they're physical you have the physical manifestations of the game and you have to in order to play the game you have to interact with other people so this is where you see people applying their social skills and, their, and being able to interact better and more and more often and building friendships and connections and and things like that 
part of a community. That's why I will always love the physical aspect of a card game first. I have mm -hmm. friends trying to get me to play Magic the Gathering. I'm like, ah, I get into it when I'm ready. I got the cards. You ain't got to worry about that. Cool. When I get into it and I feel like doing it, boom. Um, the other game, Card Fight Vanguard, that I play, I've been playing since 2012. Still enjoy that game. I've been playing Yu-Gi-Oh! since 2004. So, yeah, I'm an OG on a couple of these games. But the video game aspect is an option, but it is not everything. And that is why I am the way I am when it comes to playing games. Even now, there are board games that are converted to PC and, and, uh, and video games, which is great. Which is great. You can now play. You can play Uno on your PlayStation or your Xbox. Yeah, the mm -hmm. trash talking goes online, but there's nothing like watching people play Uno in person and just feel that that sense of dread when they play that draw four and then play another draw four and then play another draw four and it's all on the same person. Like, no, what are you doing? Or everybody's piling up on that. Um, but as far as Master Duel, I jump into it from time to time to see mm -hmm. what's new. If there's anything new, great. If there's nothing new, I'll pick up my dailies and I'll bounce out. Um, the the anime club that I'm part of, Sova, we're going to be setting up our new online tournament here soon. We're working with the other tournament organizer. We're going to come up with different options and stuff. But that brings people in to play and to in interact and to connect. And, and that's the key thing for me, just like anything. When you build, you build with the human connection first. Mm -hmm. Then everything else will come into play. Everything else will fall in line. It'll be a it'll be a beautiful row of dominoes falling and creating a massive tapestry of fun. Mm -hmm. So I'll keep you posted on my One Piece journey. I'm still learning the game just like everybody else. You don't have any experts at it. I'll keep you posted on Marvel Snap because... If that game, that game could never become a physical game because I'd be like, how are you doing this? <laughs> how the fuck would you do this? And I go, wait, I visualize if they've had a Marvel Snap card game, mm -hmm. I visualize how it would be in my mind because, okay, Angie, I'm going to pitch something to you mm -hmm. and I want to see what you think of it. Now, you saw how Marvel Snap is played. Right. Okay. So you have the three different areas. Mm -hmm. So what if opponents bring in stacks of these area cards like mm -hmm. the little like the they have like they come in like stops on like octagon side shaped mm -hmm. and you bring a stack and my opponent brings a stack and you shuffle them in and you play three random and you have the cards in front of you so it's still along the same line but the but the uh the randomness of the areas is dependent mm. on the areas that you bring in with your deck oh okay so you can see where you're coming from that so you still have the randomness of the cards that you play because the deck is only 12 cards but you also have the randomness of the areas so if there are several like someone plays scarlet witch scarlet witch changes the uh the area to something else mm -hmm. so you go into the pile or you go into the stack, you pull out a random one, flip it over, boom, there it is a new area right there. Uh -huh. It changes the complexity. So now you're throwing math skills into play too because certain cards gain advantage. There you certain, go with that math. You got to math. <laughs> you got to math. 
The math ain't mathing. The math ain't mathing. And if you ain't if you ain't on your man with Marvel Snap, some people do it just they they go autopilot. But if you are not on your math skills in this game, it will fuck mm-hmm. you up. It will genuinely fuck you up. Mm-hmm. So that's a concept I think someone should come up with. If anyone's listening to that concept, make sure you send my royalties my way. Uh, uh, in care of Blurred Core Speaks, because <laughs> all proceeds from that will go to the podcast, so we can upgrade and be amazing. But okay, that is it for amazing. my speak. That is it for my saga. So we gonna go into Blurred Vision. Yeah, I've been watching like Christmas movies and shit. I watched the worst. What <laughs> had to have been. <laughs> I am so particular on what I watch for Christmas because I'm sorry, anything new nowadays, it seems so cheesy to me because it's so commercialized. Mm-hmm. Maybe that's just me. I like the old Rankin Bass, the old, the old claymation stuff. I love the Charlie Brown. You know, I'm a fan mm-hmm. of Rudolph, Rudolph, Shiny mm-hmm. New Year, Frosty the Snowman. You know, my favorite movie of all time is A Christmas Story. You know, they remade, they have a Christmas Story reboot. Did you yeah, see it? Did I you watch saw, it? Not yet. I'm so scared. <laughs> I'm so scared to see it. <laughs> if I see that lamp after all these years, I'm going to lose my fucking mind. Because, yo, that lamp was the center of a lot of contention for for uh, for old boy's father. Mm-hmm. That's all he wanted. He won that lamp and. And he got that lamp. <laughs> There's just certain tropes from that movie that worked so well. Even now, it's still entertaining. Although, I don't know how the furnace thing would work. Because mm-hmm. uh, unless you got an older house, it's central heating. You ain't going to be fucking with that shit. <laughs> right. Well, you know, like, so now, you know, there's always these formulas to the movie. You have Wes Craven's formula for um, horror flicks. And, yeah. you know, now we're, we're having... um. Jordan um Peel's Peel. um suspense formula, you know, Tyler Perry and his crass comedy. Well, Lifetime, um, we network own, they all have this formula for the the little rom com or the little romance Christmas movies, mm-hmm. right? <clears throat> Even BET Plus is getting in on the game. But when I tell you these movies suck. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> it gets you in your holiday feels. You know, you get all into your oh my goodness. You know, holiday feels. There's nothing um supernatural. So you don't have no ma- there's no magical Santa. There's no elves and you know, things of that nature. It's just a good old, like a good old Harlequin romance mass. Right romance novel that's on television right well netflix has also stuck their big toe in the pool and you know they had a pretty they had pretty good start with the christmas night or something like that that Mm -hmm. was okay but they got a win with the noel diaries the noel diaries interesting Listen, they put some money into this. Okay. okay. Goddamn the damn temptations. <laughs> that what? one night. What? I know they paid out some money. 
for to have to get the rights to have this in there on their soundtrack. But the acting is great. There's great chemistry between the leading man and the leading woman. Mm-hmm. And even with, you know, you know, you like your unknown or lesser known actors. Um, the leading man is pretty well known. I can't remember the show that made him famous. I know him because he was married to Chrishell from Selling Sunset. <laughs> That's how I know him. Of course. <laughs> and I believe his leading woman was on some cop show or maybe some medical saving show on network TV. Mm. But the acting was great. Their chemistry was great. The story was absolutely 100%, you know, believable. So if you're looking for you know, uh, um, a Christmas rom-com or just a Christmas comedy romedy or whatever they want to call it. Comedy romedy. The comedy romedy. The Noel Diaries on Netflix. It is a really great movie. Um, But the other one that I watched, I think I watched this shit on Tubi and I should have known better. First of all, it's Tubi. (laughs) No pretty good content sometimes um this movie was horrible there wasn't any chemistry between the two leading people mm-hmm. the acting was horrible the set was the, you could really tell it was like a low budget film um but i watched it nonetheless you endured it for us i you didn't did. want to endure it i did so y'all wouldn't have to i'm so I proud did. of you thank you for thank you thank you for your service you're welcome you're welcome <laughs> um, but let's, let me see if there's anything nerd related that I've watched lately. Other than I finally got to the theaters to see Black Panther. Yes, Wakanda <laughs> Forever, baby. Let's go. Let's finally go. We haven't seen Black Adam yet. Um, and then there's a couple of other things. I think David wants to go see Avatar um, when it comes out. But I think he's going with his friends. He don't want to go with his mom. I wouldn't say that. You know, he's he's a teenager. He's growing, you know? Mm-hmm. I know. <laughs> you you can still hear it in your voice. So I was like, but my baby's getting older. Yeah. Yeah. You I know. feel you on that one because I was like that with uh, Christian, Josh, and Montel. And but now, I've always, you know, always had one kid that I wanted that we just had our thing with, with David. It was me, him, and Iron Man. With Dylan had this obsession with Spidey. Mm. Um, Bailey never had those. <laughs> so you know um I can't think of no I'm trying to think of something I didn't finish I started Andor I didn't finish it David said it's good I'm gonna try to get back into it y'all okay <laughs> um so you're gonna give it a shot huh but you know, Obi Wan just took so much out of me. Just so, so, ooh, those Jedi Chronicles or whatever the fuck you call it. That was pretty good. Um, on Disney Plus, it really gave the back. It gave you some backstory into Ahsoka Tano and Count Doku. Okay, and, you know, and how he broke bad and ended up going to the dark side, and. 
I really feel for a lot of the minions, so to speak, who went to the dark side. Mm-hmm. They went to the dark side for good reasons and just were manipulated by Palpatine. Of you course. Know. Because Palpatine at one point was good. Mm. Or was he? Palpatine was never good. I'm oh, he was sorry. an ass from the jump. He's the Palpatine, like he I I believe Palpatine killed his own father, if I remember his backstory correctly. Um, so Palpatine was never, he never had good intentions. His intentions for becoming a Sith Lord have always been just to, you know, he's brain. He wants to take over the world. So <laughs> so he was just an ass from the jump. Yeah. But I'm looking, but I'm really looking forward to the Mandalorian coming out. The, the Bad Batch going to be back as well. Season I, three. I heard with- that was... Uh- I did watch the trailer for that and I thought it was really good. And I'm excited, you know, I'm going to be a TV watching queen. I got to get all this shit over and done with so I can get my TV in. (laughs) Um, And hopefully, you know, maybe I could also get my schedule changed. I think one big thing for me is that I get home from work so late. I get home in time to make dinner and then after dinner I'm in the bed because I'm tired and I gotta start 4 30 the very next day. So Jeez. um but those are some of the things that I'm on the small screen mm-hmm. that right off the top of my head that I could think of. I didn't I did not finish Andor. I did not finish I haven't uh, started Andor yet. I've I've heard She Wolf. I've heard good she, things not about she Andor. God damn. She Hulk. <laughs> she Hulk and Wolf. Yeah, she's a She Hulk and Wolf. That other one, The Watchmen. Was it Watchmen? It was another series, a little short series that came out. I did not watch that. You talking about the one on HBO? I think it's on Disney as well. It might be on HBO. I don't know. I didn't watch. I haven't. I started Harley Quinn. Mm-hmm. I just girl, listen. I just couldn't get into it, y'all. <laughs> and I've heard that I've heard that same thing because I I've heard good things about it, but I'm I was like I I will sit there and go, yeah, I I can't get into this yet. But then I realized mm-hmm. it may not be time for me to watch it. It may not be time. Yeah, you and I have had that conversation before. Something will be great, but it is not time for us because we're not mentally there. Mm-hmm. But then when we it's time and we go back to it, oh, it's it's uh, it's a time. It's a box. Mm-hmm. We had a time last night. Lord. <laughs> Lord, I got nothing. <laughs> but I I have not, as far as Christmas for me, I keep it real simple because I know what warms my heart. I'm not a fan of anything new because some of the stuff that comes out, the majority of it is so cheesy and it's so over the top. And mm-hmm. everybody does it. Lifetime does. You got Hallmark out here. Mm-hmm. You got all these others. Like, mm-hmm. here, come check out the Christmas extravaganza of a lifetime, starring these people who have not had a job on a TV in years. It's the same people. It is the same. I love Rudy, but damn, bitch, you can't do something else other than these Christmas stories. Can we please not put John Stamos in another Christmas movie again? Please, pretty please. Just don't do me like that, bro. Okay, just there. If okay, his Full House run, bravo, Chef's kiss. Okay, but guess what? Keep that chef out the damn kitchen, okay? Because they're cooking something different. 
Okay, pretty please. Pretty please. I, I'm always a fan of the older stuff. I'm always a fan. A Christmas Story will always be my favorite Christmas movie of all time. Right, right, right. Always, always, always. Like I said, anything. Charlie Brown, psh, can't touch that one. Uh, <laughs> Rudolph, Frosty, uh, anything by Rankin Bass, their animation, loved all of that. To me, that was to define my childhood as far as Christmas because was there pessimism in it? Of course. But it mm -hmm. wasn't so, it wasn't insulting it wasn't degrading it was pretty general you know it it applied to a lot of kids of course people would try to throw it say well there were any black kids in so what? yes there was you gotta look hard they in there they in there i remember they, the little black boy from frosty well yeah i remember him and of course everyone knows franklin from charlie brown and franklin you know, pigpen so, so please explain to me why no, pigpen white yeah pigpen's white okay yeah, Pig Pen came from a trailer. Okay. He was a trailer park kid. So nothing you can do about that. You know. He was a good hearted, good natured kid, but you know, him, him and water were not gonna do see -do for very long. Um <laughs> and I'm you know what I gotta say this, and I know this is off one holiday, but I, I it drive it drove me crazy when people were taking the, the image of uh the Charlie Brown Thanksgiving mm -hmm. and how everybody else was on one side of the table. Mm -hmm. And Franklin was on the other side in a broken uh they say it was in a in a broken lawn chair in a broken beach chair. And it's like y'all even to this day, I'm like, wow. But you're thinking so much into it. And someone even said even so far as Snoopy knew why they were doing it to Franklin. So he sabotaged the whole thing. So the whole Thanksgiving dinner was with pretzels and popcorn. <laughs> That's what a damn dog knew how to cook. Yeah, he did. But see, he was like, nah. <laughs> Now nah, I see how you do my boy Frank like this. Fuck you. Okay, here you go. You get number junk food. You get number junk food. And who was pissed off out of all of it? The most androgynous character in all of Peanuts. Marcy. Listen. I mean, pep I mean Peppermint Patty. Peppermint Patty. We can all tell what Peppermint Patty was by her sneakers and her <laughs> by her sandals and her damn attire. <laughs> I loved it though, because even and as this a kid, day and going, age, Peppermint Patty in a Suzuki with a Hawaiian shirt on and some khaki shorts. Mm -mm. Come on, come on, <laughs> come on! And and what y'all y'all were they were so I, you know what? Shout out to Charles Schultz because he was so slick about it. He slid that in and made it culturally acceptable without realizing it was culturally acceptable. Like you realize you put in a lesbian. Put in a lesbian, uh, a couple in there. You realize that, Marcy right? and Peppermint Patty. Yeah, you realize that. Why? Because she don't really Marcy, like Chuck. Because Marcy kept calling her sir, sir. She and she stop calling me sir. And it's like, but <laughs> you carry on in a That's tomboyish, a <laughs> you in a tomboyish way. You you can't get. But I loved it. Was such commentary behind that that I I said, you know what? I appreciated it. I thoroughly appreciate it, but. Wakanda Forever was glorious. I know there's some people who are going to try and pick this shit apart. Fuck you. Yeah. That's all I got to say. That movie was everything from the beginning, y'all. From the beginning. Yo, that silent opening, <laughs> that silent Marvel opening. You I know, was teary eyed for a minute. Man I, man, I weep like a baby during that movie at certain points. 
you know when you are in a theater where there are a bunch of people that are respectful mm-hmm. because when that came on, as soon as the lights went out and that movie started, not a motherfucking word. Mm-mm. Not a word. Nobody said shit. During the funeral procession? Yes. Nobody it said was a, quiet. Nobody said a damn. You couldn't even thing. hear people chewing popcorn. Nope. About to do. They were silent about the shit too. They were like, let me dip it in this soda. It's like liquefied a little bit. This is good. My <laughs> aunt and uncle saw it and they were talking about it at Thanksgiving. They were the only people at Thanksgiving dinner who had actually seen a movie. No one else had you know, God had made it into the theaters to see it yet, you know, because life, work, whatever. Mm-hmm. I love my uncle and my auntie. Okay. Oh Let me preface this. Pretty but they preface. were like, oh my God, the CGI was too much. It was no real story. Yada, yada, yada. And Wow. When the movie concluded, me and David looked at each other and we're like, well, we don't know what movie. Is. <laughs> I'm because like, what movie did you see? What movie did you see? Because I saw a different movie. I saw a, a, a completely different movie. Mm-hmm. Now, the one thing that I do agree with and y'all, come on, it's been what, a month now since this movie been out. If you haven't seen it, I'm sorry, spoilers. <laughs> and anyways, we can talk about it and you're not and you're still gonna pull your own experience, right? Yeah, exactly. I don't like Shuri as the Black Panther. Okay. I mean, everyone has their reasons why if they don't. And that's fine. Yeah. That's perfectly fine. So that's and, one thing that I do agree with the masses. It's like... But see, you also understand... My, I guess my question is, why why don't people like Shuri? Now, mind you, this is staying to the comic. Because in the comic, she is the next carrier of the mantle. Mm-hmm. So, uh, you know, and, and people come up with their own theories and say, why couldn't it be Umbaku? Why couldn't it be Nakia? Why could it be somebody different? Why couldn't they wreak it? Understand and trust the process. Understand and trust the process. And honestly, I don't I, like her in the MCU version. Do you not like the way she's portrayed or the actress or or what i'm 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 just trying i'm trying to she wasn't a fighter warrior in the mcu version so to me it just doesn't make sense for her to pick up and take on the mantle and now she has all these aerobatics acrobatics that she does <laughs> the wisdom the technical knowledge the technical knowledge yes mm-hmm. but the brunt force and just the combat expertise and you know all of that that's a part of being Black Panther I just don't see it in that MCU character I okay. see her in a lab with a lab coat I don't see her out in the field gotcha and I think that's where 
the mistake was made. And, and as you like, I could see um, Okoye, Nakia, Mbaku, you know, as the Black Panther. Hell, <laughs> I like that Okoye. Fucking Killmonger back. I, I like that Okoye is going to be one of the Midnight Angels, which is wonderful because in the comic, the Midnight Angels are badasses. And they picked that one. When she said, but, "I'm a civilian now," <laughs> but let me let me let me see if I can and if I, maybe I can add a little bit to this. Um, mm-hmm. I understand and I firmly respect why you don't feel that Shuri is a fit for Black Panther to carry on the mantle of Black Panther. But all women in the royal family are trained as warriors. Even though she preferred to be in the lab, she was trained to fight. So she already knew how to fight. All of them were trained how to fight. We never saw it. We never saw it cinematically because it was her brain trust that was the main focus. We need that. We need that cinematically. Well, not necessarily. Because yes, you do. Because if you don't know the backstory, everybody looking at it confused as hell like I am. Like, where does bitch learn this shit from? But you also understand, too, that you can't put everything cinematically. You have to leave something for people to do research. And believe it or not, if you go to, matter of fact, the comic that I would recommend to anybody to check out is called World of Wakanda and is written by Ta-Nehisi Coates. Mm-hmm. A lot of what you saw in Wakanda Forever comes from there, including the romance between uh. Was it Kia and Ao? That ain't what we're talking about right now. I'm, I know that what you're talking about. We're Listen, talking what we're what we're debating about is. I understand what we're debating. I don't feel like Letitia Wright's Shuri was a good fit to pick up the mantle. Her character needed to be fleshed out more. And I'm pretty sure if but see how would you flesh knew, that out? I'm pretty sure that had they known that Chadwick Boseman wasn't going to be around for Black Panther 2 then then we would have gotten a different Shuri in Black Panther 1. I, I, I will disagree only in the well, I say, I like I said, I see where you're coming from. And jumping on back what I was saying previously, mm-hmm. this sort of thing encourages people to do research in the comics because remember, movies are still advertisement. And this is what encourages people to go and see, well, why, why, why? I understand where you're coming from. And I, and I, I see where you're coming from and I respect it wholeheartedly. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. My perspective is the one person who would be the best leader is the one who doesn't want it. She never wanted that mantle. Everybody was still grieving. No, She did not want that at all. The last thing she wanted mm-hmm. was to be queen. And you could see it through the whole movie. She well, didn't she ain't queen. Yes, she is. No, she's not. Yes, she is. Not in the, no, remember, she didn't show up. And Baku showed up. He got off the plane. The, the king of Wakanda, 
the uh, the sovereign of Wakanda does not have to be the Black Panther. It's it's true. However, she is still queen by secession because she is the only female left in the royal line. She didn't show up to challenge him. She wasn't going to. But see, that's that, and that wasn't going to be okay, Monster. I'm I'm telling you, I'm I'm. I'm she's, honestly, she's not the queen. Even yeah. after her mother died, they still refer to her as princess. After T'Chaka died, if I'm saying his name right, maybe I've got it wrong. Sue me, y'all, if I got it wrong. Oh my gosh! They started calling. They stopped calling T'Challa the prince of Wakanda. He was the king. That they okay. continued to call Shuri princess. The only person that told that called her queen was Namor. <laughs> You're queen now. Remember when he was watching her from the window? Mm-hmm. She didn't show up for the I, ceremony. She, she, and you know, she wasn't going to. She wasn't going to. Again, so this, she's not the queen. Th- just because she doesn't doesn't mean she's not. She, and according to their tradition that she scoffed at, remember the child? But remember it, he said in... She's not the queen. But he is also her, you know what? I'm telling you, I would say if you go back and watch the movie, because I'm going to go see it again. This will be what, okay. number three. Yeah, because I know there's some things that I missed too, but I'm 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 willing to I'm willing to bet that's exactly what's going on. What's but going on? That she's queen. She's it's not just, the queen. She's I'm, the Black Panther. She's the Black Panther, but she's also queen by secession. Whether she whether they say it or call her that or not, she's still queen. Yes, but you had she didn't show up. We there was no coronation. There wasn't Obaku going to be showed a, up. But that was and the, he told him that she's not going to show up. Yeah, but that he doesn't mean okay. She's not going to show up does not mean that she's not it. That one does have nothing to do with the other. That just means she had other business, which we saw why she didn't show up because she had other business. Because she's not the queen. She didn't want to be queen, like we you said. Were, I, 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 I promise you. She's not the queen. I'm pro- okay. <laughs> I'm, I'm t- okay. She didn't show, she didn't show up for the traditional ceremony that, that, and, and open up the challenge to everyone. And he said he was there to challenge her and she didn't show up and she forfeits. She's not queen. Okay. All right. All right. I stand by that. I know you do, and I stand by what I stand by. We will that's we will agree to disagree. Uh, but that is pretty much our um our blur vision. But we are back to do our thing, and I'm I'm glad that we're back. We've had some craziness going on in our lives. I've been Mama, you just gonna we don't agree, so you just gonna cut the podcast off. We're not gonna talk about the other plots and shit from <laughs> You so you so done it in your feelings. We just that's no, it. no. We're not gonna talk I'm, about nothing else. On the contrary, <laughs> on the contrary. I mean, we can sit here and debate it all day, but we didn't have... talk about it anymore. <laughs> we didn't talk about. I, I think that I think we went pretty deep on that one. I think we went pretty deep, but I and I. How did we go pretty? We didn't even mention anymore. We talked True. about that last night. We haven't talked about it on this recording. Okay, then you go ahead and you come c- open. I open mean, because you done Shuri not your queen, so you don't cut the shit off. No, I mean, no. <laughs> that the the movie. <laughs> hey, like I said, a lot of people. We are going. Everybody is not going to agree on everything, and that's fine, and mm-hmm. it's perfectly fine. 
But one thing we did talk about last night that was on point is I loved how they portrayed Namor. Yes. I loved how they brought Aztec and lore into this. Mm -hmm. And it's so funny, though. And let me see if you're on point with this. Someone brought this up and I said, shit, that makes sense. Mm -hmm. Namor and Thanos were of the same mindset as far as all or nothing. Because he understood that the world was going to continue to come after Vibranium. Mm -hmm. And they knew that, okay, you can't get it through Wakanda, but you can mine it other ways. And he knew it, it was like a it was almost like a nihilist mindset. Okay, it's us against them because they're not going to let us live in peace or do whatever. So we got to get rid of them before they get rid of us. It's not along the same lines as Thanos because Thanos is like, okay, half the universe because we're running out of resources. Right idea. Mm -hmm. In practice, it just wasn't panning out. Mm -hmm. But with Namor, he wanted to make sure that his people were good. That's why he went to the queen and said, we need to form an alliance because they're going to come after us. Well, now that they once they realized that Wakanda was impregnable and they couldn't get in and take since the Wakandans weren't given vibranium to the world, because as you can see, they weren't going to use it accordingly. This is the best, the best way. I, I already know they weren't going to use it. it was, it's going to be it was going to be used maliciously, it wasn't which was one of the reasons why the Wakandans have kept the vibranium secret you know, for hundreds of years, for centuries, you know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Or however long they had a millennia. Um, I don't know the established timeline in the MCU. And even the Wakandans didn't know in the MCU world about, you know, Atlantis or Talokan. Talokan. <laughs> so they didn't know they had it either. They figured, they thought that Vibranium was only in Wakanda. Mm -hmm. They were told by their lineage. They were told by all the previous kings and everything that... Well, they wouldn't have known that any fell and was right. on the ocean floor, right? I mean, that's right. You're right. right. And then we have our brilliant kid genius, the smartest person, the smartest person in the MCU, Riri Williams, who builds a machine to detect it. But see, she didn't know that's what it was for, and that was the thing. And she didn't know that she didn't know how they were going to use it because they're just like, I bet you can't build this. And she's just like, I bet you the fuck I can. Of course. You know? Of course. And so that was one thing about um, the queen Rwanda. I told you I'm going to call that bitch Queen Rwanda that aggravated the Stop hell her Rwanda. out of me. <laughs> like, bitch. You know they're going to continue to come at you. Why not align with them to protect your resource? One. You know what I mean? Because yeah. Namor had the strength. He has the strength. He had the army. But Wakanda has the tech. 
for the surface. Okay, let me uh, let me put it like this, and I and maybe it's me. Mm-hmm. I agree with you. They should have formed an alliance, but Namor introduced himself in a very intrusive way to Ramonda and uh, to Shuri. You gotta they set were, the tone. You gotta uh, set the tone. You gotta set the tone because he had let them know. Look. <laughs> Y'all got vibranium. I got vibranium too. And I snuck up on y'all asses and I will crush you. He was fucking them up. Remember? He was fucking up Wakanda. Yeah, but that's not how you bring allies in by showing them, by beating the shit out of them or even showing how intrusive they are. Honestly, there's better ways of doing it. That's the same shit that other governments do now. And that could have been a better way of doing it. I don't agree. I feel like he had to show them, look, I, you, you need me as the ally. I need you and you need me. You the eyes and ears on the surface. You got the technology. You know these people. Mm-hmm. But I got the army to beat them. And if we join forces to protect our resource, we're, we will be unstoppable. And this is precisely how colonizers but- were able to move into a whole fucking continent almost and Take over. Come in and take... You know what? You won't give us your resources. You won't sell it to us. We just gonna take it. Fuck y'all. We gonna get this tribe to help us because they're more powerful. This is a peaceful tribe, but y'all are warriors. We gonna pass you some trinkets and you gonna help us overpower this damn tribe to take over they shit. And then, and then now that we got they shit, now we gonna come back and we gonna take over from you. But just imagine mm. if all of these nations allied together against these colonizers that's come in trying to jack their shit. And you're right. But you also think about too, the way he did it is kind of like how a colonizer would do it. There was no formal introduction. He just snuck in, putting her on guard. He came to them and he explained who he was. How else was he supposed to come? There were up. Uh, come on now. You How are they gonna detect him from the water? How are they gonna detect somebody they don't know? It's not even a matter of detection. It's called how you present yourself. I feel I've I it's again, a, to me it's the same again, concept as if you either you knock on my door or you sneak in. If you come through the window of my house and say, Hey, I'm a friend, I'm not gonna believe you because you didn't even bother knocking on my door. That's what he did. I, 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 I didn't feel like there was anything, but you know, I love me a good villain. I didn't feel <laughs> like there was anything wrong with how he presented himself. At least he didn't show up flooding the shit out. He came to the queen and the princess yeah. and was like, look, this is, they found these motherfuckers found the vibranium. You ain't the only ones that got it. I got it too. And they want to come and they want to mine it and fuck up my home mm-hmm. because they can't get into yours. So can you please help me protect our... Re- it's not just yours. I got this shit too. Oh, no, no, no. You, and the queen was like, oh, where did you get that from? The mother, he's covered in it. We thought we had the only source. No, you don't. Mm-mm. Yeah, they... Precisely. They never looked for it on the ocean floor. Because they were never told. They were always told that Wakanda was the only repository for vibranium. And what's funny about that is that the previous kings knew this 
and they kept that knowledge to themselves. I'm pretty sure that they knew about, they had to have known about them because remember from one of the Avengers when there was a conference call with Okoye and some other people and about some disturbance on in at on um in the Atlantic Ocean. Mm-hmm. But once again, if you have the knowledge and you're not telling anybody, mm-hmm. what good is it? It's just information. And I agree with you. I I feel like the previous kings knew about Talakan. They knew about Namor. I don't think they knew about Namor, but I think they knew. Oh, I think they knew about Namor. about the society. They, how would they know the lore? I mean, I don't. know. I mean, they wouldn't even. They probably weren't privileged to that shit. I mean, they wouldn't necessarily know him, but they knew there were other that there was another civilization down there. A child that scoffed at tradition. You know, that's my baby Mbaku. <laughs> but I I love Namor. I do. I do. I loved it. I, I love- loved his whole story. I would love to see. I don't want to see the Wakandans and um and and Namor and his people go at war. I would really like to They're- see them as allies. I know it's not going to happen, and maybe we'll get a Namor movie. Mm. I hope so. I I would love to see. I would love to 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 see more of their have his backstory. His, you know, I would love to see that fleshed out because you know, you 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 give these people this herb to eat to consume, and it makes makes them develop gills and they have to go into the water to survive. Yet. The first one that's born in this new environment can breathe air and in water and has wings on his feet. And don't nobody else have that shit. So was he like the first mutant? Was he the first mutant? That is a very good question. I'm willing to say no. (laughs) But he's probably, but the way the MCU has it set up where for Namor being the one of the earliest and i like how they did it because in um in the comics he's not a mutant he's not in the mutant at all but they introduced him as a mutant in the movies i said okay i see what you're doing marvel you're bringing this character in and you're making it so now he can be overlaid into another universe mm-hmm. because of his gen- because of his genetic background yeah, but it would make wouldn't it make sense because his mom was pregnant with him when she consumed the tea. It makes sense so, that he's a it makes sense that he's a mutant. And my in my way of thinking, remember she was concerned she didn't want to drink the tea because she was pregnant with him. She didn't want it to harm her baby. But now like he, you know he was I mean he already had the gene in him. All the tea did was just interact with that. Right. And cause the mutation. But the mutation was going to be there regardless. But you don't know what type of mutant he would have been once he was born before she had the tea. But that that priest or whoever, the one who took it initially was like, take it because your son is going to be king and blah, 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 (laughs) and do great things and da, 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 da. Mm -hmm. You're going to give birth to the first person in our new environment, yada, 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 yada. And he didn't know how it was going to turn out. 
None of them knew. He had no clue. He they were going by. They're all going by faith. Which none of them knew. Sometimes... But then when I saw the winged feet, another thing that came to mind for me again was um, Greek mythology. You're thinking of Mercury. <laughs> You're thinking of so Mercury. It's, it's, it's amazing to me how we have these different cultures that are miles apart. There's no way they can be you know, interact with each other, but they're telling stories that are similar. Mm-hmm. Why is that? Why is that? Because you have people in Marvel who know what it means to tell a good story and they're willing to mix elements that will make it make sense. Yeah, but is this is this winged foot savior actually in Aztecan lore? No, but see, that's the spice on the MCU. It, mm-hmm. that's, that's what makes it so... That's what made it so great because they did not keep it in comics. They 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 adapted it to the MCU lore. So that way now it could become a more of an element to storytelling across the MCU. Mm-hmm. Because in the comics, Atuma is a is he becomes a, a bad guy. He's a he's a villain. And he okay. fights Namor. Those two didn't like each other but in the movie Atuma which one was that Atuma was the dude that Okoye was fighting oh okay 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 and then who was the woman Namora Namora is Namora yeah Namora is his cousin okay okay so so actually because Atuma is his brother okay Namora is his cousin So it's a, it's a weird dynamic, but so he's a, uh he's that's his older brother. Mm-hmm. I'm assuming. Okay, okay, okay. But you never hear about that in the movie because guess what? That's going to be told at another time. Again, yeah, that's what I'm saying. I would love to see. We're I think a, we're going to see more of the lore a movie later. about specifically for Nemore. I would love to see like you know like we got a Loki show. Mm-hmm. Where it's centered around a villain. Let let me get a show about a show or a movie or a special or something about Nemor. Give it time. That's all I'm saying. Give it time. We're going to be there before you know it. Give it time. That is all I'm saying. But the movie, if you guys haven't seen it, go see it. It's not too late to go see it. Mm-mm. It is well worth the time. It is well worth the debate. Mm-hmm. Um, because everybody's gonna see something different, mm-hmm. and that's what makes it phenomenal seeing something different. And I love it. I loved it. <laughs> I wouldn't go back to the movies to see it. I, at this point, I'll wait until it's on um Disney Plus to watch it again. <laughs> Lord, I am. I, I still love going to a movie. Go to Cinema Cafe, get me a nice little snack, and give me a basket of fries and enjoy myself. They had wings. They oh. had traditional wings when we went, and we were ecstatic. <laughs> I knew you were. Because, <laughs> you know, the last two times, all they had was some damn adult chicken nuggies. Oh, goodness. <laughs> but, yeah, I, uh, we've had a lot of things going on, but we got, you know, we are back, you guys. We'll be back to mm-hmm. get back to our schedule. 
get back to you with our the podcast and talk about every little thing and every great thing that Angie and I have been going through. And um, I think in the next podcast, I'm going to talk a little bit about my experience at PAX Unplugged. Um, I think I'm going to wait till after I release my video because that was an amazing experience. That was amazing. Mm-hmm. Um, I think there's a con that you would get a kick out of because it's all board games all board game tabletop gaming so you take away the video game aspect guess what people everywhere everywhere so anything else on your mind there angie um no we didn't talk about riri but we'll we'll get we could talk about riri um at a different time and and how they're going to she we've had her introduction into the Marvel universe. Um, we know from the movie that um although we saw her updated suit, she built one in a in her garage and we saw her updated suit that was made from vibranium and Wakanda. Shuri did not allow her to take her suit back with her. Yeah. Um and totally understand why. <laughs> Um, the colonizers will come after it. The new character, the new member of the Dora Milaje with the... Oh, sorry. Oh, Jesus. Sorry. I was just clicking an ad off my phone and boof. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Focus, grasshopper. Focus. Um, I love... I'm not going to say I was in love with their suits. The Midnight Angels? Yeah, I don't think did they identify them as the Midnight Angels mm-hmm. in the um in the movie? I don't know. I might have missed it. But. Yes, they did. They were identified as the Midnight Angels, and they are they're actually accurate to the suits in the comic. Because I was ready to go. I I, I I I ain't like that color, but you know it ain't for me to like. So. <laughs> oh gosh. <laughs> it ain't I, for me to like. I, I like that they brought that element into it, and there's so mm-hmm. much more that they're going to be bringing. And I'm really, in, I'm really excited for what the MCU's got planned. And mm-hmm. we definitely got to talk later about DC doing re, redoing their cinematic universe. I'm really curious. I'm going to do some research and deep dive in what they got coming out because I think DC's finally realizing that we can't keep producing the same shit we're doing and expecting people to come out to watch it. <laughs> people still ain't forgiving us for green lantern i was like mm, yeah. i don't know i like i said i liked green lantern did i like the story no but at, in my opinion wasn't that much of a bad there was did you watch the the um i did watch the one with the introduces the new black um Green Lantern. It's it's my John an, Stewart. It's animated. Uh, it's animated. It's on HBO. I want to see a live action. I want to see a live it action. Was good, nonetheless, I, I'll probably it. check it out. I it probably was pretty will. good. I want to see a live action with John Stewart, and I think they've already cast a, an actor to play John Stewart. Um, you sent me that. Um, you sent me that graphic through text mm-hmm. message. Mm-hmm. That him as an actor playing John Stewart would be fucking spot on. I want that. Mm-hmm. I want that. But mm-hmm. we will see. but we will see. Plenty more to talk about. So much more stuff going on. So anything else on the dome there, Miss Angie? Um 
No, not that I could think of like right off the top of my head. Um, okay. You know, we're going we're gonna to do better, y'all. Yeah, we're going to do better. We're going to go back to our little mini. So we probably won't. We probably you'll probably get a super soul next week because we gotta talk about our Christmas list because we running out of time. Yeah. So um so next week it'll be a little bit longer than our normal 15, 10 to 15 minute mini. So it'll probably be more like 30 to 45 where we just get down and dirty with talking about what we want for Christmas because we know y'all have enjoyed it these last two years. Yes. And um we're gonna go ahead and keep up keep up with our annual tradition. Um, I don't know, maybe since we took our break early, maybe we might do something for the new year. Me and uh Montel will discuss it. We'll see. Might do something for the new year. Just give y'all a little something, something. We will see. Before we restart our season, because we always we restart our seasons in January. So. Yes. So with that. We have come to the end of our another episode of the Blurred Corn Speaks podcast. Thank y'all so much for hanging out with us yes. and listening to us just go on about everything. Yes. So, yes. Ms. Angie, where can they find you and show you love, sweetie? You can find me on um, Instagram, Miss Angie the Foodie. That's it. That's it. I don't know how I'm. I don't know how much longer I'm gonna be on Twitter because thanks to Elon mm. Musk, but uh, I'm no. still there. I don't tweet as much. I lurk. Everybody's going to Hive. I'm like, yeah, I'm I'm not gonna go to Hive. I don't even know what the hell Hive is. But... Trust me, you're better off. Um, I am going to go. Uh, well, <laughs> I am. You can find me under Twitter and Instagram, especially Instagram under Navy Montel. I am a YouTuber and Twitch streamer with Rogue Catnip. Mm-hmm. Um, and we ask you guys if you like what we do, if you like the podcast, you enjoy the banter and the conversations and the debates and mm-hmm. the laughs and everything. Tell a friend, tell a friend, let them know about us. Mm-hmm. We we are, we're just two blurs of a certain age who still enjoy certain things. And I, I, I would like for other people to understand that, yes, you can get older and still love the same things that you love. It's not childish. It's not immature. The only the immature people call it immature. <laughs> and that's right. how i feel about it so mm-hmm. so with that being said thank y'all so much for joining us and as your frosty bearded blurted corn as i always say please stay nerdy stay geeky stay sexy and please stay safe because people are still get sick out here don't get this yeah, people are getting sick continue to you know i guess we can ease up on the mask but keep your distance wash your hands if you stick sick your ass at home. Mm-hmm. Use that PTO. You need this mental time off, anyways. That part. That part. All right, y'all. I have fucking spoken. <laughs> Bye, guys. <laughs> bye, <Bye-bye>. bye. <laughs>